Welcome to Duct Tape and Paperclips. I'm Nathan Hartswick. And I am Annie Russell. This is the show where we rewatch, review, and ridicule every episode of MacGyver for the first time since our childhoods. That is correct. And this week we are breaking down season three, episode two, Lost Love Part Two. Yes, we're going to find out how that holds up. But first, let's catch up. Oh my God, we're back at it. Week two of our new format, shorter episodes, less scoring. Fewer spreadsheets, um, For to sure. Be yes, there were too many spreadsheets in our last format, for sure. Yeah, so how is it feeling? Is it feeling lighter, breezier? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling breezy. I think um, it's really fun to watch season three uh, and sort of have this like lighter kind of um, mm. different format to just kind of like enjoy the episodes for what they are. And we're not as focused on looking back from like a 2022 lens and right. like dissecting all the episodes and how they would hold up now. Um, it's more about just sort of appreciating them for what they are and, mm. you know, making fun of still. Yes. That, how yeah. You know, it's, you know, I never thought of that. I mean, part of the reason we changed the format was just because uh, our lives got busy and we needed uh, something that was more sustainable. But uh, I also think that, you know, a lot of our in-depth discussions, it, I think so much of that was born out of us like, sitting and self-reflecting for a year and a half and being like right. really just really looking at ourselves uh, in a way that was uh, under a microscope for so long. So I think the podcast kind of reflected that. And now that we're kind of out in the world again, this feels more like an escape and a fun, silly, uh, stupid hobby than it used to. It felt more like a social, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no. And I think the way I feel about it is that, you know, we've commented on it. We've established that a lot of those themes are not going anywhere True. in season yes. three. They are still very much present. We don't got to like, repeat we, it every episode. Exactly. We we don't need to continue to repeat ourselves. We can acknowledge it for what mm. it was and then also kind of move on and kind of take the good with the bad. And, sure. and yeah. like we do with all the art that we're consuming over the decades, like things sure. are going to evolve and change. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, you and I are both comedians. And, uh, you know, I heard somebody say recently that comedy is just an art form that like never, ever ages well. Like the whole yeah, point of it is right. that it reflects where we're at as a society. And the and we're doing so much looking back at like, oh, that joke was racist or that joke was whatever. And I'm not saying we shouldn't hold people accountable. But at a certain point, it's like you feel like. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to change. Like it's supposed to grow and change with this, with the culture. Um, and to a certain extent, it's, I still appreciate a lot of this dumb show and there's enough in it that I find entertaining, but I'm also very aware that like some just some of the stuff just doesn't age well, you know? No, it doesn't age well. We've established that, you know, there are jokes I was telling five years ago that I would yeah. not tell now and oh, me too. 10 years ago and, and whatever. And so it's, I had a joke about them legalizing gay marriage in Vermont that was, I thought on the correct side of the issue um, wow. and was pretty funny and it was it always got a good response and then just one day a gay friend of mine was like uh you're you're trying to have your cake and eat it too in this in this joke and i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable and i was like oh fuck um and so when i look back now i you know there's video evidence of that and it's just like oh yeah i've never that joke would even never even occur to me today the way that right. it occurred to me then yeah you know? we're all growing annie <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got into this. So, hey, let's jump into the episode. See season three, episode two, Lost Love Part Two. What's the what's the one sentence IMDB summary of this episode? <laughs> so here we go. Jack Dalton helps MacGyver to steal back the Jade Dragon statue in order to free his former lover being held captive by the Soviets. However, it turns out she may be working with the Russians. Uh maybe, definitely is. <laughs> 
Great. Uh, so how do we feel about this one? Now that we can freely talk about what happens in part two, uh, what were your what were your first impressions? I mean, watching Jack Dalton sweat his way through this episode was one of the funniest things. Like we talked about how Jack Dalton like is the comic relief on this show. And this actually really worked for me. Just yeah. watching him kind of come along for the ride <laughs> yeah. as MacGyver attempts to do this high level kind of uh, stealing back the statue. There's a lot of technical stuff and Jack is just kind of there right. um, and uh, trying to help, but being kind of dumb the entire time. Yeah. Um, that, that was just kind of the highlight for the me. The nice part about that is that um, any other show would have put a dumb woman in that role. You know, like yes. like some, and, and this show does it too. But like, you know, some yeah, some yes, dippy but this, woman. We should note one this one time they didn't right. do that. They wouldn't um, do that. They had a dumb man along for the ride, asking, "What the hell are you doing?" and not really understanding what's going on and making dumb quips about it. Yeah, and while he's doing an excellent job uh, breaking it, so so he's stealing back the jade dr- dragon statue uh, that, that's under heavy guard because they've put a bomb necklace on the lady. <laughs> That's going to blow her head off. Um, And this whole scene is absolutely hilarious to me. The idea, like the very comical, like let's crawl in through the vents and the vents, the the circular entry to the vent is like the the size of three manhole covers, uh, and he he pops like a nice little piece of duct tape using his Swiss Army knife over the over the trigger, uh, and they crawl into this enormous air shaft. Um, it's all very comical. Yes, so they climb in, you know, they get into the room. Like it is kind of this satisfying. Like MacGyver helped to beef up the security system mm. for this um, relic, and now he himself has to break in and. Right retrieve it uh a bomb necklace again easier ways to kill people guys <laughs> we don't need to invest the money in a bomb necklace i will it say is, if i realize I, if i were an evil like uh i don't know mob boss or general in a russian army or whatever i would absolutely get that <laughs> it's like the it's like the 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 doctor evil sharks with freaking lasers on their heads like if i had the resources to to kill people that way i with the case and everything as though it's like a, a you know a, I a do necklace from like tiffany's that it it's a little bit set it and forget it you know, <laughs> yeah, a, a, right. like in terms of killing people, like, yep. sure, it's not as hands on. Um, and so that might be attractive. <laughs> yeah. but, it's like a, t- but a time God. lapse guillotine, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Just very goofy. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fears in the 80s. And yeah. Uh, yeah. this was one of them. Sure, so. sure. Uh, I loved it. I mean, and and the whole way that the them them stealing the the statue plays out is utterly ridiculous and campy in the best ways. You know, we've got the guards coming back, going back and forth. We've got the breathing on the glass and writing on the glass. Even though, like, there's no way that glass is fully soundproof. Um, and then we've got like the actual uh, breaking of the code, which they do because Pete is such a fan of golf <laughs> that we end up knowing the code I mean, is Arnold Palmer's God. birthday, which is and then. Jeff- Unbelievable. Praying to Arnold Palmer at one point. Um, <laughs> and as well as, did you catch the other deities he was praying to? Because no. we also had uh, Magic Johnson and Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, in there. Um, it was incredibly wow. bizarre and dated. <laughs> um, but, you know, pretty yep. funny. I, uh, I must pretty say. funny. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing was very stupid. But, uh, 
But I mean, this episode does have a lot of movement in it. Like we have that, and then we have this sort of Chinese parade um, with them yes. stashing it, you know, stashing the statue in a in a store, and then we have this warehouse showdown. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. Yes, and which I I actually really liked the trick of stashing this statue mm. like with a bunch of replicas that look just like it in yeah. some store in Chinatown because mm-hmm. it really just kind of uh, shows the absurdity of like putting high values on right. really any object. Yeah, um, it's right. just kind of lame. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, that w- and also just like what a, an easy, cheap, like fun trick to just do really quick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need to be complicated. That was a very fun thing. And then, yeah, so we have this sort of warehouse showdown and then, you know, uh, the inevitable, like they end up at this like mansion suburban house where she finally turns on him and then of course nobody can fully turn on MacGyver I think that's a hallmark of this show as well like the people who betray him often there's like the betrayal and then by but by the end of the episode they have to like have a come to Jesus moment where they go back to his side uh, and in this woman's case, it's her, it leads to her own demise, right? Yeah, and they're and they're conflicted. So even yeah. if you know they don't end up together necessarily, mm-hmm. like there is still that internal conflict of like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Right. Because. I guess MacGyver is just too charming yes. and too irresistible. That's what you I was cannot thinking. go yeah, against yeah. him. Right. Unless there's like, if we had seen her being an actual bad guy the entire way through the episode behind his back, that would be one thing. But we, we know they have a history. We know we suspect her, but most of the time we they have a nice dynamic. So we can't like have her fully go against him. And especially when it's like, MacGyver is also just a representation of American exceptionalism in so many ways. And in this case, it's really literal. It's like, hey, you want to defect against the Soviet Union and come to the great United States of America? We can make that happen for you. I'm going to, you know, do everything I can to get you and your husband out. Um, And so, you know, she owes him and she like has this is like it just feels to me like they're always trying to make that point, drive that point home that like, you know, even a bad Russian spy lady you know, by the end is going to want to be an American, <laughs> you know, um, so much so that she jumps onto a moving helicopter, and gets shot in the back, poor, <laughs> which poor by gal. the way, oh, I this mean... one, this moment to me, hilarious, right? She gets shot in the back. He's holding her in a helicopter. She's dying in his arms. Commercial break. Come back from the commercial. It's like she never fucking existed. They are like <laughs> glad handing each other, patting each other on the back. What a great job you did. Where's the statue? Oh, I stuck it up here. What a genius. It's like she did they never just drop existed. her into the water. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did they do? Unbelievable. I was like, just get, give a guy. A, I mean, we the, ostensibly MacGyver was in love with this woman. We can't get like one moment where he's like, they were engaged. They, oh, like, God. this was supposed to have been his ex fiance. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, too bad you die, but you made your choices and that's why that's happening. And then it just it felt to me like they made the choice to kill her after they'd already shot the ending, you know? Like, like they shot an ending that was happy and, you know, and they were like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we killed her? Because MacGyver shows absolutely no, like, they don't mention it. They don't, like, he doesn't look sad at all. Yeah, it's very, uh, well, she's literally disposable. She did not need to die. That was not important to the story whatsoever. She could have easily gone into witness protection somewhere and it would have been totally fine. Now, she does need to die because, spoiler alert, (laughs) 
the actor needs to come back as a completely fucking different person, like two episodes <laughs> from now. So, so we got to get rid of this Russian lady. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, was there a shortage in the 1980s <laughs> right? of, of human beings? They're because, just lazy you know, casting directors, maybe. Yeah, you get the sense that there are a lot of people who want to be on TV that probably could uh, yeah. cycle through some of these roles. Oh, my God. Yep. Other stuff? Other stuff that drove you crazy or thought, you thought was silly about this one? Oh, I mean, for me, it was it was all about Jack and it was all about I, I just loved the end where he goes back into the shop in Chinatown and kind of just mm. grabs the one and it takes him a minute to figure out which one he hid there and which yeah. one is even real. And the uh, the actor who is, you know, playing um, the the person who had asked him to safeguard it in the first place seems so unconcerned of <laughs> whether or not he found the right one. Like there are six. <laughs> that look exactly yeah, the same. Right. MacGyver's like, oh, wait a second. Which one is this? Yeah. Finally settles on one, just kind of tosses it to the guy. And he's like, you know what? You're great, MacGyver. <laughs> um, very, yeah. very fun. It is weird now. I mean, we've talked about it a little before, but it is weird given when we were recording this, like the 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 Russian baddie thing takes on a whole new connotation yeah, in 2022. I had, I had that thought too. I was like, oh, wow. Are we just right back yeah. in Cold War mentality? Because like, okay, there's plenty of Russian villains from the 90s too. It's not like this went completely away. Right. Like if you watch Some of All Fears, Clear and Present Danger, like those were happening and being made into movies well into the 90s and 2000s. Totally. So like this never really went away, um, right. but it does seem like recent world events um, is ramping up this yeah. anti-Russian, anti-former you know former Soviet Union kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, yeah, very interesting to like, like watch this now, yeah. you know, and yeah. we have a lot of the same, same players, you know, we also have China involved. So yeah. it's, yeah. It's it is funny. Like, uh, to me, like from Vietnam, like actually from the fifties, if you want to really go and go that far back, it's communism, man. Like communism is the thing that, you know, yeah. is like, we're just so goddamn terrified of communism taking over our way of life that, um, it's communism in the fifties, it's communism in Vietnam and then in the cold war. And then when you talk about those Jack Ryan movies in the nineties, like the communism just shifts to South America, Central America, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like rooting out communism for the CIA is like what Jack Ryan does. So, it, yeah, it's interesting to me, like there, there's that little uh, moment when MacGyver says, uh, you know, when she betrays him and she says, and he says, comrade, as though it's like a dirty word, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I remember mm-hmm. thinking when he said that, like, oh, we're meant to take that as like a, a real slur, you know, <laughs> like, um, oh, totally. Like and I, I recently rewatched Mad Men over the pandemic mm-hmm. and that was very present in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, just all of the little digs of like, yeah. you know, oh, I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> you know these these communes that people live on in Israel like all of that sort yeah. of like these little digs uh mm. you know that this idea that like anything that was socialist or communist like must be evil so yeah right. um yeah uh propaganda is yeah right maybe. <laughs> oh my god uh I'm trying I don't have as many notes about this episode so I don't like remember uh, absolutely everything that happens in it um it does feel like we we talked in the last episode about how it could be 
they could easily be one episode. Yeah. Our, our, the whole arc, I mean, like, we would have cut the the magic show scene <laughs> from episode one. No! We would have cut, you know, the second warehouse scene, yeah. you know, and maybe the mansion scene. Combine that in episode two. We yeah. maybe could have done without the woman dying on the helicopter, I hate to say. Like, yep. we could have, you know, really truncated this into one action-packed, amazing episode of right. MacGyver. Um, right. But instead, I mean, it's the beginning of the season you got to build some interest so instead this is cut into two parts and oh, yeah. we are going to ramp up uh excitement for season three yeah absolutely before we score this episode how are you feeling about the way season three is starting i am happy with it you mm. know this is not your your season one and season two episodes so far mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure i am in store for <laughs> God knows Eating what. Eating your words. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I am happy with the extra budget. I I feel like the show is hitting its stride, mm. um, and so I'm excited to see where they go from here. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the last episode, season three, episode one, you. We both said 7.5 uh, yeah. out of 10, and that's rating it as a MacGyver episode, not against The Sopranos. Um, so wh what's uh, what's this one? Where does this one fall? I'm. You promised. Oh, you're uh, right. Oh, I see. I, we're I turning it up. the tables. You're going first this time <laughs> around. So, Nathan, let me ask you, uh -huh, uh -huh. what are you ranking this episode? Okay. All right. Scale of one to ten. Uh, Annie is referencing that every previous episode we've ever made of this podcast, I've made her <laughs> score things first. And then I, she thinks, adjust my score based on her score. Uh, so I have to say first, huh? I'm trying to think if I liked this one better or worse than the first one. I know it's kind of tough, yeah. I think. I think they're pretty pretty close. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a tricky one because I actually think the first episode might be better. I don't know. It might be just a better episode, but this one has more action in it. Mm -hmm. um, I love the Chinese parade and I love the, you know, there's a lot of The parade fun. scene was cool. Yeah. It didn't feel like we were trapped at a conference center like it did in, la in the previous mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. That felt like the whole thing was shot in that conference center. And this felt like we were kind of like gallivanting around. 7.75. Um, That's what I'm going to do. Wow. Okay. I think it's slightly better than the last one. Slightly better. I think they're pretty even. Mm. I'm, I'm going to keep it at 7.5. Okay. Great. Um because I, there are things I liked, there are things I didn't like. Oh. Um, I really liked the like Jack and MacGyver solve this thing together and yeah. Jack does nothing. Um, <laughs> I actually think for once he was employed in like a really effective way. So. Do you think uh, if if this show had been made like 10 or 15 years later, do you think they would have tried to spin off Jack as his own show? One thousand <laughs> percent. Yes. Like he, I mean, his lifestyle. Yeah. I am very curious about yeah. like I want to know more about what's happening this kind of freewheeling like I'm drifting in and out mm -hmm. I'm getting involved in all these kind of like odd jobs I'm a pilot I also like you know maybe he's got like the anti-hero drinking mm -hmm. problem kind of backstory like he has I, a, I can a, see a all motorcycle of that. with a sidecar he lives underground he's always involved <laughs> yeah. in shams like it's yeah. really a yeah. pretty fun show he's kind of like a little scammer yeah i mean he's uh, i find the actor almost insufferable to watch but i think the character 
uh, could have made yes. for a very entertaining uh, adventure show yeah. had they been like, oh, you know, had Richard Dean Anderson said, I want to stop at season four, that, you know, mm-hmm. I could see Jack Dalton being like the replacement show for MacGyver uh, and having it be a little more comedic. And it could have uh, absolutely worked, I think. I mean, in another world, that might right. have happened. Uh, yeah. Well, the new MacGyver reboot, Jack Dalton is a f- boring badass. Like, he's just a mm-hmm. guns expert. Yeah, um, no, that's not what quips. I want for my Jack Dalton. No. I want my Jack Dalton <laughs> a little bit chaotic yeah. and yeah. schlubby. In converses. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just needs to be a little bit rough around the edges. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Uh, well, I guess, I guess that's all the time we have uh, for this episode. Um, anything you want to plug or tell people to watch out for? People can follow me on social media, Annie M. Russell on Twitter and Instagram, and I am posting about the stuff I'm doing there. So check cool. it out. Cool. Um, I am still doing the Corporation Podcast. That's the Corporation Pod dot com and uh or i started a tiktok for the character dean ardenfell uh which has been stupid and kind of fun that's about it for this week thanks for listening everybody don't forget to check out our website for this podcast themacgyverpod.com and all our socials that's all at the macgyver pod if you want to watch old episodes of this show along with us you can check them out on paramount plus or amazon prime join us next week we're going to be breaking down season three episode three back from the dead and we're going to have a guest on next week Uh, Take care, everybody. And remember, in the immortal words of our buddy Mac, friends are the adventures of life.